the way that I talk. Oh, right. <clears throat> you don't like the way you talk? Not really. Why? I don't know. It sounds muffled sometimes, but... Your own voice sounds muffled? I feel like it. Man. One time uh, somebody told me that it sounds like I have like a bag of dicks in my mouth. Which is kind of hurtful. Hurt my feelings a little bit. Alright, there's a few questions that arrive from that. <clears throat> Number one. How would this person know what a bag of dicks <laughs> sounds like in order to, you know, transfer that quality onto your voice? I feel like whoever they're hanging out with is has questionable decision making. Secondly, how many push-ups could you do in 60 seconds? In 60 seconds? 60 seconds. You can break as long as you want, but, you know, you're down, bam, 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 bam. Like real push-ups? Or fake push-ups. What are fake push-ups to you? Like the ones on your knees? Yeah, they has to be full body. Um, you can touch go the bottom, but you can't um, you can't rest at the bottom or anything. You just got to go, go, go. I don't know. Maybe 15? Is that low? 12? Is that? I feel like... Is that? I don't know. This is... This, this is why I used to believe. I still kind of believe it. I think you should always be able to handstand walk. And I think you should always be able to do a backflip. Have the ability to. And what I mean by mm. that is have the strength in your legs and your... Um, can you do both those things? Yep. Can you really? If you can back... I, I can't remember what it is, but if you can... It's something... Obviously, it fluctuates, but if it's like if you can back squat one and a half times your body weight so if you're like one if you're like 200 you can back squat 300. so here's the thing i tried to backflip one time and i almost broke my neck you in gymnastics in gymnastics like in middle school yeah did you have proper training well the guy like came behind me and was like hey just lean backwards and went to flip me around and then i landed on my head just so. turn you up a little bit is that proper training probably not but i'm still here well yeah, and I only learned to backflip when I was like 23, 24. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just saw it one day. <clears throat> I was into CrossFit, super into CrossFit, and uh, somebody did a backflip. I'm like, and I was kind of jealous. I was like, I feel like I should be able to do that. So I looked up how to do backflip, and um, I just went for it. So I can front flip very well. Wait, like when you standing well no i standing like a trampoline or like into a pool okay can you do a front, a front flip standing no that's really tough <laughs> I think it's there's, insane there's probably people that can probably um yeah i think i think you can do that <clears throat> i think you would have to man you'd have to get really good at tucking like quick um to get your feet planted. Yeah. Wait, okay. So you're saying you can do a backflip standing? Yes. So what's the difference between a backflip and then a front flip? That's a really great question. You know what I'm I've saying? Always, I've always wondered that because I think in gymnastics, and we can ask Lauren when she comes back, I think in gymnastics, your forward flipping skills, like ones where you do, oh man, it's, I can't remember, a one where it's not a it's like you lay out. Oh, it's a layout. Front layout mm -hmm. is harder than a back layout. We can ask her, but I think it's just based on, like, your body's momentum in the air. 
Hmm. And for some reason, it's easier to do a backflip. Go backwards. I can barely cartwheel. Do you know how well. to do a cartwheel? Yeah, that's not. I don't think but it's not a, pretty. I don't think there's a lot of adults that can cartwheel. <laughs> yeah, I feel like once you go up in age, it gets harder and harder. But keep talking. I'm just checking your levels. Again. It's never good. <clears throat> never good at the cartwheel. No, dude. I I think all those basic gymnastic skills are important, though. In what way? I think if you can do a proper cartwheel, and if you can touch, I think you should always be able to touch your toes. There are a lot of like physical feats that I think you should be able to do no matter what. Maybe mm -hmm. when you get into your sixties. But even then, like your body deteriorates, you're gonna weigh less. Um, if you can do those things, you're gonna be healthy. That's a good point. And it, and it's the reason I say that. <clears throat> you should always be able to do it, like a freestanding handstand. I wouldn't go as far as to say handstand push-up free, <laughs> but can you do one? No. But I I do think I always if you look at like a car <coughs> or a dog. Like, these are your axles. Your hips and your shoulders are your axles. So, like, you want to make sure those things are strong. And because these are your movers, man, you know? Yeah, it's like those, like, crazy, like, calisthenic guys who can do all those insane, like, handstand push-ups and all of that crazy stuff. You but mean the gymnast? No, have you seen those calisthenic guys? Like, those, like those, guys those workout guys? They work out at the parks. Yeah. They just do park workouts. Yeah. <clears throat> See, that's... That's discipline right there. Yeah. Now, yeah, there, there's nothing about, like, there's nothing but, you know, they're just, that's hard. It takes a lot of work, but at, I guess at the same time, uh, I'd question what their leg strength is and hmm. how light they are. It is very tough. Not that being, they, that being light is bad, because <clears throat> those guys are jacked usually. They're just like, one-handed pull-ups, mm -hmm. bam, bam. Yeah. But I think if you're like, if you're six foot, um, if you're like six foot or, foot or above, it's gonna be hard for you to do that kind of style of stuff no matter what, just because your levers are longer. You know, mm. I always tell everybody, um, if you're a short person or whatever, it it takes less energy to go, you know, here to here. And, and up like in a squat than it would a tall person like that's like here to here just takes more energy yeah I don't know <laughs> long story short I think um, I think hamburgers go well with cheeseburgers well it's pretty much the same thing right I'd get what it is you talk through <laughs> your teeth you talk through your teeth There's who does that you do I do that yes no way yes you do <laughs> You see, when you're opening your mouth, you sound better instead of when you go, you see, you know, who does that? Who does that? That's like, what's his phrase for a uh, family guy, kind of? The creepy the old man. The creepy old man. Yeah, he does He whistle. talks through his teeth. Is that how you do the whistle? I can't whistle. I, like, hey, Peter. Like yeah. that kind of, that kind of, yeah. The really creepy grandpa guy. Yeah, that's what it is. You're a teeth talker. Can you throw your voice? Can I what? Throw your voice. What does that mean? Uh, like vent ventriloquist. Oh, no. The puppets. No. They have. They can keep their mouth like this and still make all the sounds. It's really crazy. <laughs> Does it look no, like I'm doing it? 
Not oh, really. Not really. No. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty good at. It. Are you? But it's the crazy ones that can go back and forth, like, <clears throat> like their puppet and them, and they can go back and forth super quick. But their voices, like Jeff Dunham. Oh my god. I love Jeff Dunham. I don't like his jokes in his new special. I yeah. think they're. I I think. They're just super like obvious, but again, he's a master. He knows his crowd. Mm-hmm. Like I don't. My favorite character of his is definitely Peanut. Is that his name? Peanut yeah, with the, the little mohawk. The looking one. Yeah. 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 That's my favorite. Yeah, for sure. And then obviously Ahmed the terrorist was. Can you say that he, in this, this year Ahmed the terrorist? But yeah, we. Don't, I don't have any terrorists on my podcast. <laughs> I don't know. I hope not. There's no terrorists <laughs> that are going to get offended. By calling them a terrorist. <sighs> you never know. Who knows? I guess so. Yeah. I don't know. I don't either. Yeah. <laughs> Look at us. Look at us. Look at us doing the thing. Look at us. I think this is like our first conversation, actually. It is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, beside the one time we were at the pool and you said, hey, do you lose weight? And I said, I don't <laughs> think so, but thank you. Thank you. Yeah. you look good right now, though. Thanks, dude. Um, sorry, I'm so showing some nip. It's okay. I mean, to get free show. I like it. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, thanks, man. Oh, I've been really trying, dude. Uh, <clears throat> you know, I go and I love going to crunch back home and, uh, I like, I like barbell movements like snatch, clean jerk, all that back mm-hmm. squat. And well, around here, if you're not like the golds area, like there's no golds around here. There's a planet fitness. Yes, there is no around like here, this area. How far are you from Smyrna? Like 30 minutes. Are you really? Yeah. Oh. Interesting. Into where the actual <coughs> Smyrna shit is. Like, you know, it's back a few roads. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, about 30 minutes. Um, but around here, there's there are gyms, but they're crazy expensive. Mm-hmm. Like, Lauren, all right. I want to tell you. You're going to shit yourself. How much, how, so F45, have you heard of these gyms? It's Mark Wahlberg's gym. He bought into it. Stands for like Fitness 45. That's the big something. one around here, right? It's like really nice. F45, they, they do a good job, okay? Yeah. I'll tell you this. It is nice. You go in there. You pick a class time. 45 minutes. That's all they are. Um, you get a warm-up. The, the coach explains everything, okay? They have monitors on their TV. So you know how like if you're watching something, it shows you exactly what you're doing. There's like three different monitors, um, and it shows each station. It has like, you're doing this, this, this. They divide everything up in stations, and it shows the movements. So there's no guesswork. You're like, oh, I'm station seven. What's seven doing? That's what seven's doing. Hmm. Cool. It's really, they they created a great system. Yeah. All right? And it keeps moving. Um, and you don't have to think about a thing. You just show up. You're like, oh, we're doing this day? Cool. Now, they do have uh, programs mm-hmm. where it's like Wednesday's usually cardio, and then Friday's like a full body thing. I can't remember it all. But um, so they do a good job. For, for one month, four weeks, how much do you think it is? I'm gonna shoot high because of your first statement. Yes. I'm gonna say probably like sixty bucks. It. You know what's funny? Close? You know what's funny? What? You're very wrong. Oh. But am it's I too, funny. Am I too you, high? It's funny that you say I'm gonna shoot high because <clears throat> when I tell you this price, you're going to shit yourself. Okay. One eighty. <laughs> What? $90 every two oh, weeks. Not even close. No. So you're basically triple 
control oh what you said. God. Yeah, you know how you said sixty bucks is high. I That's high, too. dude. Yes, I agree. There's no gym like that around here. Redcon, which I've I've heard good things about. Um, mm-hmm. That was like nice. Ninety, I think, a month as well. And you don't even get to use all the facilities. It's like you have to pick. You're buying, a, you're buying a membership. I think. I, and if anybody goes to it, you know, tell me I'm wrong. But you're buying a membership for like the part of the gym. Hmm. And I again, I might be wrong, but I thought I read that, you know, if you have to pay X amount to get into their like weightlifting section, and then your cardio and your machine section, and so you're you're paying per section pretty much at that gym. Of, as what you're yeah. saying. I think I think so. I can look it up, and I'm, I might be wrong, but I just remember looking. And I'm like, this doesn't make sense. Yeah. But um, say gold is like ten dollars. I know, dude. I would love gold. Here's the issue: is that I want something close mm-hmm. uh, because we have Gibby, and um, well, it's nice because you can walk out your door right and just worry about working out and instead of factoring in the drive time you know like yeah i usually go on my lunch breaks so i have to factor in the drive time and then the amount i'm doing for cardio or you know like yep. lifting and then trying to get back and not get in trouble yeah but you get it it's um could be it's just pain. one of those things where you're like you know so i got this beach body app which you can still do i don't know if you're interested in something like that but dude it's awesome Is um it? Let me show you it. So, and I'm not sponsored by Beachbody, but hopefully it's, it's a, paid, a paid sponsorship. If you're ever listening, um, all right. Let me. You've heard of like P90X and stuff. Yeah, of course. Okay. Yeah, insanity and all that crazy yeah, stuff. So yeah. So all that's on here. And right now I'm doing a program called Lift Four. Okay. Um, it's basically they're like 40 minute workouts. Yeah. You know, 40 minute workouts, not bad at all. Um. And they, they just, they crush you. Mm-hmm. I love it. I do cardio. I do about uh, 10 minutes on the elliptical bef- right before. But man, dude, I'm dead. I love is it. Is it like high intensity stuff the whole time? Or is it like, what is it? So they break it up. They do a really good job. They have one that's called lift 50-50. So mm-hmm. you lift for like, they're basically telling you how the workout's going. Uh, so lift 50-50 is you do three blocks of work that are both supersets. So the whole theme is 10 reps of every exercise <clears throat> for three sets. Okay. Um, they're always superset it or more. Hmm. Okay. Um, so on lift 50-50, you do three, uh, th- three supersets, you know, um, but they each have their own uh, three sets of that. I don't know how you would call that. So you have a you have three sets here, three sets here, mm-hmm. three sets there. There you go. Yeah, I did and that one time with uh, I get my workouts from this guy named Jim Stepani, and it was in that, it was yeah. in like the same format too. And they're all so this one is um, you know, and they're all focused. So you have a chest chest and tries day, back and buys day, mm-hmm. um, a shoulders day, and then a uh, leg day. So fifty fifty, you do that, and then you do the if. The rest of the 50s, like, so all your hit and whatever component always have, like, an intense leg workout or cardio built into them. So you'll lift, then you'll do, like, three rounds of whatever it does you do, and mm-hmm. then you do your core afterwards. And then there's a hit where pretty much you lift, and then after every one, after every set or whatever you do, a uh, little cardio workout. 
um, like 30 seconds of running or put like burpees or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, that's brutal. Th- yeah, dude. That sounds oh, fun, but that's awesome. brutal. I, I did my, I did last night's workout high. It was cool, man. Cause Wait, like, high, I, like I never high? worked oh. out high. Yeah. <laughs> I was pretty, I was pretty buzzed. I could never, well, there's see, no way. Well, see, I, I guess it makes you feel different than I do because what happens, what happened last night is that I, you know how like you feel the burn mm-hmm. you're like, God, uh, and you gotta like take a break and you're like, well, I remember like yesterday I was like, wow, this is really tough. And for some reason there was that trigger that it just didn't turn it off. I was like, okay, I got two more. Wow, this really hurts. And, <laughs> and then I just did it. And I, and usually I like to rust. They have like some break. They have like 10, 10 seconds in between each workout. So like if you do chest press, then you do your tricep press and you do 10 seconds. Mm-hmm. And I usually rush into it, but mm-hmm. the, the high like kept me on their cadence, their like rhythm. It was cool. I also like running or do the elliptical high too. <laughs> I just could never do anything physical high. Really? I just, it puts me out, man. I just want to be in my bed. Well, if for no matter what strand? No, no matter what. I just want to snack away. What about edibles? <laughs> yeah, they, they conk me out, man. Yeah. It's bad. I think maybe uh, you should come over one day. We can do a workout here. Hi. And just a little. And we'll just see how it is. Yeah. I'll push you to do the workout. Yeah. But you don't have to get, you have to understand your high too. Because like I couldn't have, yesterday, um, I could not have done it at my initial. So it took like an hour for it to come down to where I was like functioning. Hmm. Uh, okay. now, I won't say functioning because I was functioning. But like to the point where. Or you can go and want to do something yes. i give you saying yeah, yeah 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 it was cool man um i heard joe rogan talk about lifting high and i was like hmm, <laughs> let's try that so that's a good idea right there cool. yeah, <laughs> i wonder if you can just like push through it but i can tell you things probably feel heavier i could imagine that yes I, I don't i really don't know it was good either more of the story is it's good just lift high is that a grinder on your no dude what is it's it? my earplugs <clears throat> I see. I thought you carried around a personal no. grinder. I haven't, I haven't smoked in a while, man. I, it's been probably four months. Why? Why has it been four months? You smoked when, over the summer, didn't you? Yeah, I was smoking a lot. So Kinda. what? What's the reason? I think it just uh, became too much. I kind of relied on it, to sleep. Relied on it to kind oh, of dude. function in a way. <laughs> Slow TMI, but like, no, just put no. me in a weird headspace where I just didn't, didn't want to do anything, and I lost motivation to do like the workout to really to drum to do whatever you know so well dude it's good that you recognize it and you're able to talk to yourself about it yeah because some people now let me ask you do you do you ever see yourself having that like work i'll call working relationship (laughs) with it yeah i really think it was kind of bad timing i feel like like back when i was maybe 23 or so like i smoked heavily then i stopped for a long time and then I Smoke cigs or no, like just just weed. I've never touched cigarettes, but I picked it back up probably a couple of months ago before we moved here. So when we moved, that's when I started smoking a lot more. So yeah. I just think it was just bad timing of it all, you know. A lot of changes and then being high and thinking of those changes at the same time was did not coexist very well. But. <clears throat> Yeah, man. 
<clears throat> do you think um how are you now 36 48 48 <laughs> 27 wow. looking good too thanks i try yeah well down here like moving down here we've had a crazy ride in our relationship nothing bad but it just makes you um yeah, nothing bad or regretful. It just made you think of like, uh, just reality of it and <laughs> the sacrifices that both you made, that like her and I made, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and kind of like, I don't want to say appreciating time more, but like um, understanding we're down here for a reason. Being like, all right, we gotta like kick it into gear today, like mm-hmm. or this week, because like shit was whack last week. Yeah. And I've never said shit was whack in my life, and I just didn't that time. Shit was whack. <laughs> anyway, um, so, and that I've seen for you too. What, what do you think? Yeah, I, I mean, exactly. I, I feel like moved eleven hours to pursue music. I mean, full time to an extent, but yeah, I just every day I just want to do something different or just better myself in that capacity. Yeah. You know what I mean? And especially, I feel like I've learned a lot about myself in some different ways, and I kind of was able to reflect on how I was back in Pennsylvania. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like there's like a version of Quincy MPA that I want to leave behind to an extent. And I just want to like nice. rebuild myself here and just kind of build different habits while I'm, while Dude, I'm here. That's know? awesome for you to think of yourself. Like to have that introspective look at yourself. It's been it's been an interesting seven months, man. <laughs> a lot of people don't like to change, <clears throat> and even yeah. when they change the scenarios and they still get the same results, they still don't like to be like, oh, maybe I'm the problem. <laughs> yeah. But it's good. Some people do, and it's also for them. Like, mm-hmm. not you know, you life is so long, and you. I know it's easier. It's like old old people <clears throat> not changing their ways. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like it's easy just to be like, this is how I'm always going to be. Fuck it. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm always going to drink Mountain Dew and piss in that bottle and then re-drink it again. No matter how. I just no matter made, how it I'm, is, I'm going to keep doing mountain. it. I'm dying yeah. on it. But yeah. it's, it's n- it is. You have different points in life where sometimes, not everybody, some people are good people. And other people, you know, like me and you, maybe we have to look at ourselves like <laughs> I might have been an asshole for the past couple of years or something. You know, I might not have been good. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, overall, it's good. It's good changes, you know, good thoughts. It's not a bad thing, you know, but it's taken a lot to get to this point. I feel like you yeah, do. It's. Well, I'm proud of you, man. Thanks, man. So, like, what's one thing that you've noticed about yourself that has changed since the move? About myself? Like, <clears throat> the way I view myself? Is that what you're saying? Like, just like anything. I mean, like like a yeah. habit or just, just whatever. That's a great question, dude. I don't. I mean, I've noticed a lot of changes within how I see things. And maybe Mm. that's, you know, me. I think I'm going to go on a little ramble here, okay? 
the other day, Lauren and I had a conversation about uh, like people that I work with, right? You know, well, as far as like Tony or Ollie or Matt, and the relationships that I have with them. Uh, I've I've had such a hard time working <clears throat> with a band. Not hard time working with the band, but like understanding not to how not how to separate understanding how to separate business and friendship okay mm-hmm. um you know growing up in the military and not growing up in the military i went to the military my, born my parents, right in there huh yeah <laughs> neither of my parents were in the military i was in the military. anyway um <clears throat> they make leadership they don't you have to learn i'm glad i'm, I'm learning it but you, they don't make leadership look inviting. Hmm. And that's kind of how it was instinctive. I didn't even realize I was doing it, but I didn't know how to be, <clears throat> I didn't know how to be a friend, um, a friend first instead of a band leader second. Hmm. And I'm still working on it. And, um, yeah, I'm still working on it and still working on, you know, whatever it is that we work on. But down here, it's uh, Lauren and I were talking about th- that last night. I mean, we've had kind of conversation about it before, but so I, we talked about was it last night, maybe two nights ago. I'm sorry, two nights ago. And it kind of made me realize that being down here is pushing me to do that, like make it more of a point to be a friend, to be a better friend than it is just a business deal. Mm-hmm. Um, and it doesn't come easy to me because I've, if we're friends, usually we're just, just hang, you know, I almost have, it, it was, it's weird, but before this, <clears throat> I almost had like no friends in the industry. I didn't treat anybody bad or anything. I just never hung out with, any of the other PA guys. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. <laughs> so do you think that is because, like they say about there's like this local like mentality, right? For like, I don't know, for some reason like there's like the local bands and musicians in your area just have this weird chip on their shoulder. Yes. Like, and, and then they say every everybody else or everything else sucks. Yeah. And it's not them. That's not necessarily why, but I know there was a, there is a point that I remember going to that. And it's like people, people say you should support local, like support local musicians. I'm like, yeah, absolutely. But if you suck, I'm not going to support you anymore. Not saying that I was always good or or am good now. Like I'm always going to have room to improve, but it's like, you're not going to support. If I said support local gymnastics, what does, that mean? what does that mean? Yeah, why? Why should I support something? Exactly. You know, what like you have to bring value hmm? before course. you expect value from others. Like you have yeah. to present something. Now there are always going to be people who just go out because they they like doing that. It makes them feel happy seeing live music or you know whatever mm-hmm. Lo- the local scene. Yeah, and it's cool. We need people like that to to really champion the local scene. Um, uh, but it's just. It's what value do you bring? And that's how I've always seen it. But um, yeah, back, back, I mean, 
I'm not going to name names or anything, but it was always a depressing like mantra in their head where they, they it wasn't them. It was everybody else. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I've complained a bunch about it before. Like, fuck, man, like, how did this happen? Mm -hmm. And then it always comes. I always talk to myself. I was like, no, it's fucking you. Yeah. Like, get working. Get, yeah. You didn't work hard enough or you didn't do this. And then you question, like, do I even value that? And in some cases, yes. In some cases, no. And so the next time you see it happen, you're like, ah, good for them. Like, I, I, I was seriously, um, before, I always was happy for other success. But it made me, but as happy as I was for them, because if they're successful, I know I can do it too. Mm -hmm. and, I, and, and I know whatever. But now I'm, I'm more happy for them than I am uh, I guess like, like envious, maybe envious. Yeah. I feel that though. I, like, I, I, I yeah. feel that. Yeah. I am happy for him, but <laughs> yeah. I, you know, at a certain point I'm like, <clears throat> fuck, so fucking lucky. Like, how do, how do they get that? Like now I'm, I'm, I, again, I am happy for him. It's just more questioning me. Like, what did I do to not earn that? Yeah. It's, it's tough because like, you know, you put in all this sacrifice, you do X, Y, and Z and you see somebody, you do like doing what you want to do and it's it's an internal battle where it's it's tough to turn that off and become bitter bitterness man like yeah. that's one thing i've tried to like always push back it's not been easy you know what i mean but yes yeah. kind of kept me level for a while i man. think but that's a really good point about bitterness <clears throat> it's tough dude it's tough it's tough down here <laughs> yeah. um <laughs> There's so many people yeah. doing what you want to do. You well, know? It's but. funny because I always look, I always have an envious view of the musician down here. Because mm -hmm. I'm like, man, if your goal is just to be a professional musician, not like any stakes or like I want to play arenas or whatever, like, but if your goal is just to make like 120K a year, you have Broadway and you can do that. Yeah. E easy. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying it's easy work, but I'm saying there's it's a literal like hey i'm a musician bam oh cool four like two shows a day mm -hmm. seven days a week maybe six days a week yeah you're making 10k easy a month 100 percent. yeah i do not want to be an artist <laughs> you guys got it rough for sure man, man. <laughs> uh, i'll tell you man it's so it's so crazy because uh, yeah so many it it makes Every it does it things make sense. It's just I hate that they make sense. Mm -hmm. You know, like everybody talks about oh it's a good old boys club. Well yeah because that's like the way they weed you out. You're not just gonna let some if it's a family right and you're not gonna let just some random stranger some that's random like dude. Yeah. hey I like food too. Well come on in and eat. <laughs> what are you doing out there? Take all of my you success. Yeah yeah they don't want that. Like <laughs> no. you didn't earn it with them and. And people are nice, and they are inviting. I think it's 100%, just yeah. the worst, the the least. If you want any of that, if you want a taste of what they know or whatever, um, all you have to do is ask them ask, not to write. That's one thing that I've changed my perspective on too. Is I, I when I first moved down, like is is a business. I need to go 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 go. Write as much as I can. Do whatever I can. In in the middle, in the beginning, it definitely helped. I got a lot of rights. I got more rounds. Like. It was it was cool, mm -hmm. but now I'm like, oh okay. 
I need to, if I didn't have the social media numbers I had, I would not have had as many rights. Hmm. They would have been like, they basically would have been like, well, prove it. Like prove you're good enough to write with. And yeah. then they check my socials and they're like, okay, cool. Let's do it. Now, um, that got me so far and able to understand like, oh, I, and I see other people. I'm like, oh, okay. You have to become friends with them. And the, the least that you can do to get into that circle is to be like, hey, can I pick your brain on this town? Like, let me have coffee with you. Coffee, it's, there it's it very, is. Coffee. Yes. <laughs> I hate coffee, too. I don't like coffee. The really? last two coffee times, I did not get coffee. Yeah. Yeah, I got something else. But, like, yeah, it's very important to ask. Um, I've been looking for, like, a mentor down here, like a coach or something. And... That's why I'd like, uh, it, you know, somebody that you can, that can guide, that believes in you and, you know, can guide you a little bit. Mm -hmm. But I'm sure it's a similar fashion in the musician world, which you're in as a drummer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's been interesting. I mean, I found a lot of, a lot of my gigs off of Instagram. You know, that's kind of been my, my main thing, just kind of cold calls and DMs on the Instagram, but... Again, that's kind of gotten me so far, too. So now I'm just kind of going the route where I'm, hey, you want to get some coffee with other drummers? It's meeting <laughs> a lot of drummers, a lot of musicians, some more, and not so much the artists. You know, that's kind of limiting to an extent. But Hey, I got this. Um, I, I don't know who you're reaching out to, um, <laughs> but I got this one drummer. He Do you know Drew Parker? Yeah. Yeah, so... I've talked to him a bunch. I don't know how, just randomly, I've just started talking. Drew to him. Parker, the artist? Yeah, yeah. I know his drummer, uh, Greg Allen. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I know him. I yeah. was going to say, you should reach out to him. <laughs> yeah, I know yeah, him. He's yeah. a very friendly guy. Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah, I talk to him every now and then because I've seen his, his, like, he'll show his rig every now and I just ask mm -hmm. questions because I'm yeah. like, how can I get the best sound out of a kit? Like, although I don't drum, I want to know, okay, do we need, do, is it, is it better for me to invest in something that you're working with um, and that, that can make my show better? Mm -hmm. And the drummer, I mean, more times than not, unless you've got a monitor guy or front house guy, they're running a lot of the show. Yeah, I learned that real quick. Yeah. <laughs> That's what yeah. kicked my ass the most was learning backing tracks on Ableton and like getting my whole rig together. That, that yes. killed me at first. What, what do you use uh, now as far as rig goes? Just a... Uh, I think it's a Behringer like audio interface and then just a four channel data box. So yeah. it's very, very simple. Yeah. You know, so I put the click backing tracks and then cues, you know, three separate channels and just run it to front of house and it's good to go. And a little fly case, so it's just pop it open and you go right away. So Yeah. Yeah, that's what's up. Mm. It's it's that it's that easy you know? that easy but then obviously when you get to bigger acts if, if they need it like you got to be able to run like redundant and all that nasty What's, stuff uh, redundant? just running two ableton, se ableton sessions at the same time so two laptops at the same time so if one session crashes the other one's still going you know what i mean so uh, just running both do they also split so do they have two mixers just yeah you would have to right at that point i guess you would build your rack you, I guess from there, if you had two laptops, you would build. So I have the, that QSC, mm -hmm. and I have the splitter in front. You probably would just have a stage box in each of those racks and hook up to them so you don't have to necessarily, you know. I mean, Ethernet helps too because all the stage boxes, mm -hmm. that's why Behringer's 
awesome. Like the, you know, you know, uh, or like the Midas, all this stuff. They have the alternate, which is just a cat cable. So you can take 64 channels and with one ethernet, just run it as far as you need. You've got it back there too. Instead of running hmm. all 64 cables. So yeah. It's cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Learn it. Just, I've been noticing with, with just different artists, just the amount of gear they have and how they build their show and what they're doing. Like, we opened up for uh, Granger Smith a couple of weeks ago. Oh, who's we? Um, have you, his name is uh, Logan Wheats. That was in um, Murfreesboro. Dude, that's sick. Yeah, that was fun. It's a good time. Yeah, D- uh, Dustin. Yeah. Dustin Saxon, right? Yes, dude. I met yeah. him, and he's incredible. He, I... Yeah, such same, a nice guy. He's another dude that I look at his stuff and I'm like, tell me about this. Yes. And yes. He's, I mean, he's very, he's very available on Instagram and TikTok and stuff. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, he's a cool dude. He's so nice. So I, I ask him, I've been asking him some questions about gear and his setup and how he kind of builds his session. You know, like I'm playing with an artist in Ohio next year and he's doing a headlining show. And Who's I'm, this? His name's uh, Carter Winters. Oh yeah, he signed to uh, Average Joe's. Oh really? Maybe, maybe he's not anymore. I thought he, he might have been. But yeah, yeah, yeah. he's so, a great voice. So doing that and like I'm building his whole show in Ableton. So like I just trying to learn how to just get it nice and cohesive from beginning to end. Dude, that's awesome, you know, man. So. It's it's cool you get those opportunities to uh, do that and learn. How do you connect with Carter? So I saw him at Whiskey Jam. And then really? after that, I went, walked up to him and said, hey, what's your drummer position looking like? He was like, I don't have one or a full band. So I was like, cool, here's my Instagram. <laughs> it took him about probably four months to like reach out to me. Yeah. So. <clears throat> I don't know. I, I mean, I don't know. I haven't heard much from him as, as far as like releases go lately. Mm-hmm. So I, I just don't know. I know I've saw him uh, with Sam Grow and stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah. That's cool, man. I think it's a, it's it's his EP release show, so I mean, oh, I think he's awesome. dropping a brand new EP, so that it should be fun. It should be a good time. That's in Ohio. Yeah, Columbus, I think. You got anything else coming up? Going to California next weekend with Adam Calvert for two shows out there. Oh, nice. Yeah. What do you take? You're just gonna take your laptop and snare and breakables, or? I don't, I'm not taking anything. It's all provided. So he runs. He has his own stuff and he's flying his own his own rig out there so i just press the button and it goes it's incredible <laughs> yeah i mean he's really got it down he's got a system down and they work hard those two it's insane hard. they work really really hard yes yeah the whole lighting rig is insane it's all insane but i really <clears throat> adam's at the point that like you know he's got he's doing all of this work and it's awesome I somehow I sometimes look at it and I go, I can do that. Not saying as good right away or anything, but like that's something that I could appreciate to put energy into. Is it worth it? That's like that's the real question. It's like, do you build your show to that capacity and have all that gear, and hopes you get a booking agent that pushes you to the next level? Like, will you need all that gear when you're doing opening slots for X amount of years? You know what I mean? Like, what yeah. do you do? So. I, I don't know. know. <laughs> I know. I it's it's very like. But at the same time, like if you could 
be doing that, kind of hold on to your gear. Then when you're headlining, you already have your whole thing ready to go. You know? It's true. So. I know. It can pay off. I, I'm yeah. not doubting that. Yeah. That's it's, a lot, though. <laughs> yeah. It's one of those questions. It's like renting a car versus buying a car. Like, you know, I'm not going to. I'm not gonna buy a car down here mm-hmm. when I could just, or I'm not gonna buy a car when I'm in if I fly out to Alaska. Yeah, right. I'm just gonna yeah. rent one because I'm only gonna need it for a little bit, and then hopefully, hopefully get a I little better one or something different. Or yeah, never know what might happen. So my, yeah, so might as well just rent one and mm-hmm. use yeah. it for a little bit. Yeah, he has a cool camp. He's a very, very nice guy. He is very oh. animated. <laughs> he is. He's so funny. That's all I have. I mean, not I don't have much in December, thankfully. Like when I when I moved down here, I kind of my schedule was packed. You're hustling. Yeah. I was dude. hustling, man, and like yeah. it surprised the crap out of me. And like looking back, I think I took too much on. Like I definitely could have spaced out what I was doing, but I learned from it though. I think you took as much on as you should. Yeah. Only because you gotta, you gotta grind. You, you have to have moments of where you're exhausted and grinding, and mm-hmm. and you have to look like, what the fuck am I doing? Is today Tuesday or Wednesday? Like <laughs> yeah, that kind of right. thing. You, you have to have those moments <laughs> yeah. in order to get back leveled out. Like and working full time, like uh, yeah. a full time oh, yeah, job dude. as well. So, I'm doing all of that, and yeah, it's but, not easy at all. Yeah, I mean I've talked to Tony about it a couple of times. You know, like, like I've definitely messed up some gigs because I was on the road like the week before like, I didn't have enough time to you know just get my stuff together but at the same time like I feel like I've I've learned tremendously I've learned a lot you know in seven months of just being here yeah so you know I think my failure has turned into just good nuggets of knowledge I think and just moving forward with it all you know yeah. <laughs> I played a show in Illinois opened up for Craig Morgan with, was with uh, Garrett Biggs and it was like literally 20 minutes before our set and all the media files in the Ableton session got deleted. <laughs> I was literally about to cry. <laughs> it's like my second time running Ableton. I'm like sweating. I was like, oh no. So I called my buddy and he helped me out but it was, it was terrifying. It was, it was probably like 4,000 people there too. No way. Yeah, it was, it was a good one. Damn. But I was sweating. <laughs> Dude, it was crazy. I'd be sweating too. You kidding me? Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Scary. Scary. But what my lesson? Now I have all my files in a folder because of that. Like, you know what I mean? Like they're just kind of scattered all in my laptop, and that's oh, why. Oh yeah, yeah. I couldn't find the media files, you know. So. Yep. Did that. Keep all your backing tracks and whatever in one. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. And have them also on a hard drive. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> See if I I'm like if I wouldn't have done a little small dumb stuff i wouldn't know now you yep. know and now i'm just exactly a, little bit, right, man. a little bit better at it all yeah you got you so. got to you gotta play to win you know you can't just sit on the sidelines <laughs> expecting to be this master at the end and that's know? the thing too like i obviously i want to be with these huge artists doing these arena shows but like i want to be prepared and good enough to get to that point or like if it comes up like I can nail it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, I feel like where I'm at with the knowledge that I know, like, I'm prepared for certain things, you know, and then I just just keep going and see what happens. <laughs> yeah. You know? Like, I would hate to potentially get this crazy gig and just not be prepared. That's what I don't want. So, 
I'm just listening to life, I guess. How you, uh, how how do you feel now playing to a click? Oh, I love. I've always loved it. Oh, I thought you weren't you you weren't used to it. Mm-mm. Oh, just just like running tracks in general has been the biggest thing. You know what I mean? That's. Okay. But like, when I was playing playing in church a lot, it was always to oh, a click. Oh, CB. LCBC. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. They yeah they run it. And they also run Ableton, but like I just press a little trigger pad, you know. Like looking back on that too, I wish I'd have been like, huh. How do you do this? Yeah. Yeah, but. But it's it seems good. so. Sometimes it stuff seems so grand that we're like, I'm not even gonna have time to worry. We're about like, this. I don't need to know this. Yeah, I'm yeah, just a yeah, drummer yeah. at a church, but like. Yeah, it's like, oh, cool rig. <laughs> <laughs> it's crashing. Bye. Yeah, we got a problem. Have, have fun here. with that. Yeah. yeah. Honestly. <laughs> But yeah, man, that's kind of that's how I got started too. I mean, I started, I kind of grew up in the church and playing in church. My first band was a worship band, in like eighth grade, ninth grade. What's your favorite Jesus song? Oh, dude, so many good ones. It's a lot of Jesus songs out there. Uh, I don't know. Mine's "Don't Beat Your Wife with a Stick Thicker Than Your Thumb." That's a good one. Yeah. It's a rock ballad, really. <laughs> a Christian rock <laughs> ballad. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucked up. Yeah. It's an A minor. It's Sorry, minor. no, that's the priest. Um how <laughs> <laughs> you get canceled. <laughs> I don't care. Who are you gonna cancel? No priest watches. He might be listening through God. God's saying, hey. God's also telling him to fuck kids. <laughs> He's so, not a Catholic priest. Relax. <laughs> well, yeah, that Catholic priest. I wasn't Catholic though. Yeah, you had the, you had the ones that was going after young girls. Yeah, dude. I met some weird people, dude. There are some weird people in church. I just don't like that industry either. I I was. The like, industry. You like the Christian, you like the Christian industry, man. Like, no, yeah. I played with a couple of rappers in that industry and like the Creation Festival and just. Oh, Creation. Uh, right. I did not miss it. Dude, there's, you know, do you, were you old enough uh, to remember a festival called Purple Door? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's a throwback. Yeah, dude. Yeah. It is. Yeah. I, I saw a band called Emery there. Emery. Emery. Okay. And their, their, art, their uh, lead singer climbed the scaffolding on the side. I think he was a little jacked up. Climbed the scaffolding on the side and was like swinging from it. And everybody was like, no, <laughs> what are you doing? They're trying to stop him. They're like, no. <laughs> And then they like they're like Emery's not invited back at all ever. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I don't. I mean, yeah. I wonder if they have a. I wonder if like YouTube is big enough for them to upload that. I don't know. But it was it was honestly weird. It's probably on there. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. It's up in Ski Round Top, Pennsylvania. I almost went to a Purple Door thing, but I didn't go. But great story. That's interesting. So I know wild. that was good, right? I've heard of passion. Passion was a big thing too. I mean, it's still a big thing. Passion. Yeah. I don't think so. They got really big around probably my sophomore year. So when I was 16, maybe. Is it this a band or a festival? Or it's like a, it's a, like a lifestyle. It's like a band lifestyle, like, like conference kind of thing. Okay. Passion conference. But yeah. like, they took over. No. Like it was Bethel, then Elevation, and then Passion kind of came I've out. I've heard Elevation. Um, Hillsong, auditioned yeah. for Hillsong at, at one point when oh, I was in that industry. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, I was, I was heavily involved, man. Church yeah. was. It sounds like it. My little escape from. Church is a good way to make money if you're on the business side of a church. Yeah. 
You're telling, me, you're telling me but they don't pay your musicians though that's the funny yeah. part no, the funny part is that nobody wants to admit it i know they're because too scared you want to tell me some of the largest buildings like on average some of the largest bit buildings in any city in america is a church and that's not like a coincidence to you strange right yeah you're like oh, how much how much does yeah. god make just okay. god faith but do you know what I mean? Like, it's crazy. I, I do. I, when I coached uh, hockey in Lancaster, I petitioned. I was, not that I petitioned. It was, only, it was only me, the GM, and the owner. I was just talking. I was like, I think we should look into becoming a church. It's, it's it does fun. not. It is not hard. You could do it, though. You can. It is not hard. You have to. Now, there are rules to becoming a church, but it is not difficult. So I have a story for you. Okay. I was in a band. And they were an LLC, yeah. but like, uh, like they got to the point like on taxes and whatever. Like they were pretty much a church, so they could write everything off. Pretty much a church and not a church are not the same. Pretty much a church, man. What does because pretty, what because do you they, think pretty much a church. Pre, dude, means? listen, pre, they're pretty much a church in the sense that like they're going around saying they're preaching the gospel, they're doing mission work. So they were able to That's qualify for certain things. Yeah. Oh, I mean, like they were like, okay. they were a Christian and they were this and that, but like they were I a see. band, yeah. but they were able to qualify for things and write it off on their taxes. You know what I mean? Now, see, the reason that's different is that churches are tax exempt. Yeah. The band was too. No, they pay taxes. I'm pretty sure they were no, 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 able no, no. to write I'm, things I'm, off. What I've said, what I, sorry, I don't want to say it that way. They're writing their taxes off. Mm-hmm. Churches do not have anything to write off. Mm. Okay, curious yeah. yeah, yeah. In yeah. general, so, I so don't it still stands pretty much. They're pretty much a church, <laughs> minus that one big part. <laughs> minus me not having a tail. <laughs> I'm a dog. So you're a dog. So you're pretty much a church. I just, like I'm pretty much a church. You know, <laughs> that's what that equals out. Just saying, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, I still don't get the math, but, you know, it's good. I'm not good at math, so it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. That was a crazy time. Thanks for opening your mouth a little more, like, not talking through your teeth so much. You're welcome. Yeah. <clears throat> well, um, what did you think of our show Thanksgiving Eve? I want, I want to hear all... The, on your own podcast? Yeah, you want to be honest please, with please you? Please tell me. Yeah. Please tell me, because... Yes, just tell me. I don't want to tell you. <laughs> Can you? <sighs> it was okay. I've seen you guys do way better in previous shows. I was disappointed. Oh, okay. Tell me where it could have been better. Um, I mean, obviously, I don't know. I just didn't... I, you guys just kind of seemed out of practice. Like you, It looked kind of rusty. Like Again, like we've played a lot of shows together. When I was a Tyler, right? So like, and I feel like in that time, like you guys are very, it was prime. Like you guys were playing every weekend in multiple yeah. shows. So like you guys were just, it was on it and it was, it was just fluid. I think that show just wasn't as fluid. Like, you know, like I've seen, yeah, just better. Okay. Yeah. Anything other than that? Like any specific performance or how, I, let me ask you this. How did it sound? <laughs> What are you getting at right now? 
I feel like you want me to. Say, I feel like you're like hinting at something. I'm really not. Oh. I I kind of have something in my mind, but I I'm don't. Not, I'm I feel like you do. To, no, I'm not trying to hint at that. Oh. I literally want to know how it sounds because we had to, we had to change some things in our sound. Um, I just didn't know how it came out. Like, in general, how did it sound? It sounded good. Sound quality was good. Okay. okay. I, I mean, obviously, I, I feel like from. It's like a normal person seeing you guys for the first or second time, they wouldn't know the difference. But because I've seen you so many times, I know, yeah. like, I was just like, you guys are a little off your game tonight. Yeah. That's all. But it sounded good, though. The, can I tell you all that happened? I don't care who hears this. I, I mean, <laughs> I'm assuming Matt, Matt and Ollie are going to hear it. <laughs> so, and those are who I'm going to talk about. So, holy Christ. Well, you know, I kind of knew this was coming. I kind of saw it in your eye. No, you didn't. Yeah, I did. <laughs> All right. First off, like uh, Heritage is awesome. All right, Zach, Zach St. John, who helped like put this together. These guys were awesome. It, and keep in mind, this is only their second show that they've ever had like this. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so they're trying to figure out things. <clears throat> as I, I've never put together the backs. Well, that's not true. I put together like the, the back office stuff of the show. I guess what I'm trying to say is this was a show that was very difficult to put together for me and, and him just time wise. And, but that's all we had. And, um, you know, when I've asked for help, there have been people that have been like, Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. Just let me know what you need. And then ghost. So, just like on sounds this, about right. Yeah, yeah, just like on this show, <laughs> or not this show, but like just like for Thanksgiving Eve. Yeah, I put it all together, and I don't have a problem doing that. Mm-hmm. It's just the people that said we're gonna help didn't help, and it was kind of like, well, fuck, this is like, you know, I needed that now, but mm-hmm. um, so it was it was stressful in in the background sense. Like once the day showed up, we felt better and, and everything, but. There's still little things that we're dealing with. Um, so the, it was that kind of stress, I think, because going into that show, there's some things that we still didn't know about, um, but we figured it out. And um, yeah, then then there's the sound thing. Uh, we were tweaking it all the night before. What I hate to do is give somebody the same show over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is not me deflecting your critique, but I, I'm glad you said that. Uh, <clears throat> I'm glad you said that because, you know, I want the show to be entertaining, as entertaining as it can be. Mm-hmm. I didn't say it wasn't entertaining, though. That's not. Oh. Like, for a live show, it was good. Like, you guys are. You guys are God damn it, what are you saying then? I just I have I have an expectation for you guys. I I have an expectation for us too. So whatever I thought you were trying to say that you in general you're saying the performance. Are you saying the songs didn't flow? No, obviously obviously you're. I mean there were some hiccups here yeah, and there, Jesus, but that that happens, you know. Yeah. But I'm saying all I'm saying is I guess like the cohesiveness of like your show in the past. I don't know, just from like I just didn't. We didn't seem as tight. Yeah, exactly. That, that's it. You didn't seem tight. And like, you guys haven't been together in, in a while. I mean, I'm it assuming, really, yeah. which makes sense. You know, like I've yeah. seen, like I said, where you guys are playing three shows a weekend, which was a weekend, you know, so like 
it was high, it was good. Oh yeah, it was just, it was clockwork at that point. Yeah, exactly. It still a little is, but you know we're 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 not together enough to where it's fluid, mm-hmm. you know. And I, mm-hmm. I, that's one of the issues with moving down. Like now, everybody's basically starting over, mm-hmm. and you know I don't know what will happen to Matt or what will happen to Tony or what Oliver will do if he even moves down here at all. <laughs> hey, you said it. But yeah, that's it. Yeah, I mean, it was entertaining. You guys are very fun to watch. So that wasn't really it. You know, again, okay. like what I'm saying is because I I know you guys and I've. It was just there's clunky parts. Yeah. That that that's felt it. awkward. Like yeah. when you saw it and you know how it should go. Exactly. Like okay. Like, eh, <laughs> fucking up right there. Like you know what I mean? Like I, from the yeah. normal listener viewer, they probably didn't catch much of it. But like again, I've been around you guys a lot, live, yeah. so. You know? Yeah. That makes sense. No, it does, man. I just, I want to give a good, I want to give the uh, the best show I can, mm-hmm. you know? Of course. You know, can't work with what you don't have, but I, I want to make sure it's entertaining. Yeah. <sighs> Dude, let me tell you, as exciting, as excited I am for 2023, I'm also very, uh, a little scared. Why? Just, I don't know. You, it's just with all the mentality from up there of, of knowing where you can go, where you know, where you know you can extend a little bit. Like I have this circle, and then I can extend out. And now my circle's this big, and can consistently do that. You can still do that here and and play up there, and make those circles bigger. But man, it is a lot more financially tough to do that, and it's so I don't know where we're gonna start. With. Yeah. We're gonna go. It's just yeah. It's a mystery. I have some buddies like that are doing that. I mean, when they go back to their hometown, like Colorado or whatever, they have they have like a local band there, so yeah. they don't fly their Nashville band out. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it saves them a buttload of money, obviously. But yeah. I mean, your band's kind of here, you know. So that is tough. What do you do back in PA? This is I've had this conversation with Tony a few times, and. Which we could, we should see why he's being a grump today. <laughs> but I've had this conversation with Tony a few times. If I, let's say you're the band, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say I have the band that, you know, Tony, Matt, Ollie. If they go play for another person, it's all good. You know, like, you're going to do that. Mm-hmm. But if I go, hey, I found some, somebody better than you you're going to get replaced for this show. Yeah. What's your point? <laughs> not, to, not to be a dick, but what's... what's yeah, I just don't think the the feelings would be mutual. I don't know. Well, it should be then, right? Because if it, they, if they like have that mentality be. then, like, towards you, then they should, in return, be like, okay, if I'm not available, then it makes total sense. Well, what if they are available? You just find somebody else? Yeah. They should be an adult about it. Not just them in general, just somebody, you know? Like, I have friends who don't call me back for gigs. And, again, it's, like we were talking about earlier, it's friendship and business. Like, if you want me to play for you, I'm not going to take it personally unless you make it personal. Yeah. You know, like, if we're still friends but I don't play for you, like, it just kind of depends on open communication with that with that individual, I think. It's true. You know? But I think one thing I've I've learned from moving down here, like, 
not getting callbacks or getting called for a gig with a friend or whoever, like it's, I feel like that's just how life is down here. You know, just so many people. You know, and I feel like artists, they grow, they want a different sound, so they get a different drummer, guitar player. You know, that happened to me. You know, <laughs> so yeah. just move on. Yeah. And I get that now. I didn't before when I was still in PA. You know, because I was like... The world's small up there. Yeah. Yeah. Here, like, I have a very... like I feel like my playing is obviously kind of very hard rock, rocky sound, a little funky it can be. And, like, so, you no, know, thinking back at that gig, like, it, it didn't match. So I get it. You know? Yeah. Hi, baby. Hi. How are you? Gibby, are you a sleepy boy? Gib. Gibby, puppy, love oh, me. Please. It's 75 what? It's 75? Hello. That's insane. What a good boy, Gibby. I love you so much, buddy. He's lying to and you. And then here's Gibby. Gibby, what do you got to say? Fuck you, Gert. That's not nice. <laughs> he would not say that. <laughs> He, he, he also calls me dad, not Garrett. Say, oh, the big boys. Hi, buddy. You take a nappy. Mom, are you talking naps? I love naps. Do you want coffee or food or anything? Uh, we have white chicken chili. I could eat. What time? What time are you? Time are you trying to head back. No, he's going out. We're going out oh, going afterwards. Out? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, do you want to just leave? Not go, like, ride in the same car. I'm sure you want to take your own I'll Leave whenever you leave. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So is that a fear of yours, though? Like, replacing somebody and them not taking it well, or? Is that a yes? What's the <laughs> <laughs> Ask the almighty, Lauren. Yes. I... That is a fear of mine. Yeah. I feel like it's fair because you guys are friends. Yeah. And yeah. stuff. I think, I think that's why I've tried to keep it so business, not, you know, yeah. not friends. Yeah. I feel like that's the toughest part about music is that right there. The business and the friendship. You know? Yeah. So I feel like I've gone pretty close to one of the artists that I play for. And the thought of, uh, of not taking a gig or turning him down really sucks in my mind, you know? But, like I said, at the end of the day, it's my well-being, you know? It's, it's my career. It's business. It's not how I care. How I see you as a person, or an individual. Yeah. You know? But it's, it's tough, man. It's very tough. I know. Yeah. It's Are you stumped? Did I stump you a little bit? No. You didn't stump me. It's. Honestly, it's a, it's a boundary thing because I respect these guys so much. Mm -hmm. Well, I, you know, and I care about them. It's really that I care about them. And, you know, when I, when, when I came down, we've had this conversation a few times, like not you and I necessarily, but <clears throat> I wish they were in I wish they were as invested in me as I am in them. Because 
you know, I'm selfishly thinking if you, if you helped me put in this certain amount of time and, and try and get this certain amount of network, we could build this all together. And I know it's hard for other people to see when it's, when they don't have a stake in it. You know, it's not, it's not their, it's not their band. It's not, mm-hmm. their name isn't Garrett, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so it's hard for them to see the honesty in it, I, I would guess, or like see the reward at the end. Cause what, what would you do? Okay. If you're a drummer yep. and you're like, oh shit, I need some money. What are you going to do? I'm like, I'm going to go find some Broadway gigs or something real mm-hmm. quick, super easy. But if you're an artist, you have two routes. You have cover bands or you have original. One pays well, I should say in the beginning, one pays more than the other. Um, it's not, it's, what am I trying to say? I'm sorry. Damn it. Basically, I, it, I don't think they, I think it's tough for me because I, uh, I don't want to go out and look for other people. Yeah, of course. Because you, you build this with mm-hmm. them. You build that, you know, chemistry on stage. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like that says a lot about you. I, I, like, you know, I, f- I feel like other artists, not saying that I know this, would just go and be like, okay, find somebody else. Because you can find somebody else. You're in Nashville, you know. So that is tough. And, it's, yeah, really I, tough. and trust me, it's not that I don't, I do have other options. Mm-hmm. People, not all the time, but there have been several people that are like, hey, I'd love to play for you down like, down here that we meet. And they're, they're great too. Um, but yeah, I just, it's, one of the, it's just one of those things where it's, I think that's a battle. Yeah. And. It's kind of it's kind of shitty too, right? So I could be wrong. I could just be saying some some bullshit. But devil's advocate, right? <clears throat> it's kind of going back to what you said in the beginning about like creating value. It's kind of like at this point you gotta like create value for your own band members to want to invest invest back into you. I've I've tried. You know, I think it's also they have to be interested too. Yeah. Like I've I've given opportunities <clears throat> to whoever to like be more involved mm-hmm. that way i'm like look if you get more involved i have no problem paying you a, like a higher percentage mm-hmm. um I'm, well, what i'm saying is i just feel like i could be wrong like i like we're new so but like i just feel like that's kind of that's my mentality as low as that sounds like if i want to play with someone who has who has high numbers who has who is valued higher you know i, I want to shoot for the top you know, so I feel like that's just maybe that's what other people are thinking too. If they, you know. But. No, I, I get it because at we all have selfish, like selfish self esteem. Mm-hmm. So like, if you you're you're gonna wanna that you're gonna want that experience of playing in an arena. Mm-hmm. You know, like selling out something, having having people sing back to you the songs that you wrote like it's dope of course yeah the question is 
wouldn't it be sweeter if I was just given it? At like what cost? Yeah. If I was just given yeah. it. Yeah. If I was just given that opportunity, like without any work, like, and I was just given the chance to do that, I don't think I'd have appreciation like I did, like I do for it now going through the struggle. And it, I think sometimes it's like with athletes, sometimes there are some great athletes that play sport and before they get into the pros, they're like, I'm done. Like, it's not exciting for me anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, it's interesting. Yeah, I mean. I see. I see. I don't know, man. Uh, the, I get your point, though. I, I, I feel like I've, like, when I first started touring and stuff, like, I was all about the whole, like, the whole band route and sticking with your band, you know? Yeah. And, and now I'm like, oh, I don't want to. I don't want to waste my time. <laughs> yeah. That would be an asshole. No, no, no. So you feel, and I get it, like, you feel, why would I want to uh, spend my time trying to build this? I've done it so much. That's, that's where I come from. Like, I've, I've tried to build my own bands. I've been in yeah. bands where I've chipped in for money. Like, I've done marketing for them. Like, I did whatever, you know, for a lot of the bands I was on tour with. Yeah. You know, so now I just kind of want to play drums and not have to worry about Posting on socials of X, Y, and Z. I just want to get hired, like a hired gun, just to play drums. Maybe do some merch. I like to do merch. But that makes sense. You know, just a little detachment from it all. That makes sense. So I don't, ha- I don't handle social media well. Like it drains me. You know, so. Some people, I love it. Are, are really yeah. good at it, and they, I'm they not. get it. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a good point, and I, I, I can feel that. Mm-hmm. So what I'm saying is I get where you're coming from And it is tough So I feel like I've been there a couple of times Yeah You know Or Had people They were my friends You know You know Have shared the same Frustrations And it's tough And so Yeah <laughs> I don't know <laughs> I have no idea What? It's just tough It's a tough spot to be in Yeah 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 because then it's like Alright Let's say I do make it Hmm? Or, you know, let's say I, I have some success. I think this is this is where my, I think the question can be flipped. Like, if I have some success, then I don't have to bring them along. Hmm? There's no obligation. Of course. Yeah. Um, that's, that's. I mean, the, I get it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just weird, you know, like to me, I like the team. Hmm? I like I like the family. I like to build that family. Yeah. Um, but I get it. Yeah. It's tough. Yeah, like I said, people have shared the same frustrations with me as well. But it's tough, man. Yeah, it's not. You know what it is? It's just you. You try and resist change so much. <clears throat> and mm-hmm. you just yeah you try and resist the change and you try and make people happy I guess or you want you want yeah mm. so you're trying to make them happy or make yourself happy both yeah okay yeah it's important yeah I don't know man it's a wild it's a wild ride 
yeah, there's a there's a darkness to it, and there's just so many different aspects of the industry people don't really understand. Yeah, that's so true. it's so cutthroat. I've I've been told that I don't really see it, but really I've been told that no. Damn. But I could just have a, a a naive perspective on it too. I don't know. I don't. I don't. How th- how do you feel? Cut. It's cutthroat. I mean, I feel like what I'm, what I've been saying this this whole time has been so cutthroat. It's kind of like, do what you want, and like it's it's business. Like, don't have any feelings behind it. Like, I feel like to an extent, I feel like that's just a lot of the industry, you know. But I've, I feel like I'm saying that too because I've I've also been in that boat where, you know, the artists did what they had to do, and it was yeah. business, and like they gave zero fucks about my feelings, yeah. you know. So there is definitely. But in that aspect, like it is their name, it is their money, it's their it's their business too. So like, but definitely mm. feel like it is very cutthroat. Just as a drummer, a musician, like if you're, if you're, there's thousands of drummers down here, you know. So like, um, there's definitely better drummers than me. So I just feel like. It's cutthroat in that sense too, you know. It's interesting. <laughs> it it's no. it's funny. It's you know, it's just the way the world is. Mhm. Man. That's cool though. I mean, you have a good sense of loyalty to your guys, and I I like that. You know, it's a very it's a good thing to have. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I guess so. <laughs> you know, just trying to, it's just one of those things. Just trying yeah. to figure it all out. Yeah, dude, it's it's very true. Because you want, you know, you want them to be there with you. But, I guess it is, it's just, it just is what it is, man. Yeah, man, what I've been working on, too, is this taking things like day by day until that until that you have to make a firm decision on it you know what i'm saying like sometimes i i'll get auditions or i'll get whatever and i get overwhelmed and if there's too many artists that want me to play for them automatically i'm like okay i gotta choose one right now like why what's the point so i feel like in, in your sense like let it ride until you have to make that you know like you're just kind of stressing over something, and, but, you know, does that make sense? I don't know if that makes sense. I've been working on that. <laughs> no, it makes sense, dude. It's, um. It's not easy, obviously. <laughs> no, it's the business part of it that you mm-hmm. just don't want to deal with. Yeah. Yeah. This is what it is. Is what it is, baby. <laughs> so, Quincy. Yeah. What is living the dream to you? I've been waiting for this question the whole time. Have you really been? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's living the dream to me. Gatorade. Filled with what? Haterade. What plants crave. Blizzard M- hops. Mondo. Trogues. I love this beer. Mondo. It's what plants crave. Mondo. Electrolyte. This is my favorite beer. I forgot. You don't like idiocracy. <laughs> Yeah, tell tell me what tell me what it means to you. Living the dream. I guess 
being healthy, financially stable, and, and doing something that, that makes me happy. I don't ever want to fall into a place where I'm looking forward to like being out of it, I'm looking forward to being on vacation. So to me, that's living, the, that's living my dream. You know, obviously, I love to do the whole music thing, you know, but that, that might not last. So it's just those, those small things that I want to happen. Just, you know, I guess happy life and what makes you happy. But yeah, it's just not being content and miserable in, like I said, in my, in my life. So that's, that's my dream right there. That's nice, man. Yeah. All right, dude. I don't want to be a robot. True. You know? Robot penis would be cool, though. Could, like, make it bigger. Thicker. Yeah. Program I mean, it. Well, technically, technically, they have robot penises, too. They have, um, um, Lauren's friend, Heather, she's got this thing. It's It almost looks like an XLR input, okay? But it can go, it's like an XYZ um, camera. It can move this way, like this way, move in and out. Um, yeah, it's crazy. See my base right now? Yeah. That is crazy. It's wild. Uh, yeah, so you make that. And I think I think that would be awesome. Are you kidding me? To use... If you could make... No, not to use one. But <laughs> if you could make... <laughs> I'm just clarifying right now. Do helicopters. That'd be sick. Right? Yes. Like half of it. Like, you know, like, so this much for me. If I yeah. could make that much do... Yeah. Yeah. That'd be wild. You become rich. How would I become rich? Some pornos, dude. I think I think at that point I would offer it as therapeutic. Um, and charge them sessions. Oh, well, yeah. it's prostitution. Prostitution, right? Now, if you film it, uh, then it's OnlyFans. It's OnlyFans. Okay. Hey, then you're rich. <laughs> the OnlyFans. Yeah. All right, man. All right, man. Hey, thanks for thanks for coming <laughs> over and hanging out. Of course. All right. Love you. Bye, guys. <laughs> <laughs>